0: What happens when we gather 10 legendary couples in one conversation?
1: Well, we laugh a lot, learn a lot, and celebrate the incredible growth of this family over the last two years and 100 episodes of the Legendary Marriage Podcast.
0: Which begins now.
1: If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast.
0: Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions.
1: So we talk with amazing couples who share their stories and incredible experts who share their wisdom about building a life together.
0: And at the end of every show, we give you a conversation starter so you and your spouse can build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having conversations that matter. One hundred episodes.
1: Oh my gosh, honey, I'm like. Wait, bursting where's the scenes. scream?
0: You're supposed to do a scream there.
1: You said I'm not allowed to scream on the podcast. Not directly anymore. into
0: the microphone.
1: Well, come on! I'm just so excited. I don't know what to do. I feel like I need to do some kind of booty dance, but that wouldn't really show up on the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Sarah family. This is Danielle and Justin, and you're listening to episode 100 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. It's
0: true. It's, this is a huge milestone.
1: I know, for the entire Legendary Marriage family. So whether you've been listening a long time or this is your first time, welcome to the show.
0: Hello, welcome to the show. I know. Let's go to the movie. We're going to do lots of let's like exciting, the-
1: like, I, I don't know. We're just so excited about uh, episode 100. We sound oh like we're going yes. off the hinges here. But
0: before we dive into what can only be described as a train wreck of great beauty, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ha- go through a couple of quick announcements. Um, one, to celebrate uh, 100 episodes, we just want to challenge you to help other couples hear the show, and have conversations that matter. So share out your favorite episode with your friends. It's super easy. Right in your podcast app, there's, a, there's an opportunity to just click a little button and share it out via Twitter and Facebook and all of the things. Um, so please go ahead and do that and help uh, help other people join the family. The second thing is reviews. All right, I wanna kick it off by sharing a review from our iTunes page. It says, Thank you, Danielle and Justin Williams. Your show is transformational. You talk about the real stuff in such a vulnerable and honest way, and you make it so safe for everyone listening to be real and honest ourselves. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you. That is from Bioness. Uh, uh, it's so interesting username. I love it.
1: I know all our usernames are. So
0: all the names. point is, reviews are great because they help other couples find the show. It's how shows grow. It lets us know how we're doing and helps other couples find us so they can become part of the family. So we encourage you to drop onto iTunes and uh, subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us.
1: Okay, so this is episode 100 a family Reunion, and we're going yes. to jump into a conversation with 10 couples y'all it is crazy but so much fun. We will reflect on the experience of being on the show, get some updates, participate in our very first legendary marriage game show, Woo-hoo! and have some amazing conversations, lots of which go completely off the rails.
0: Before we get there, like I just have to offer the disclaimer, right? You may suffer some uh <laughs> some muscle cramping from laughter. <laughs> Uh, possibly adrenal fatigue from trying to follow the the crazy conversation. No,
1: no, you will not Uh, experience any adrenal fatigue. It's very smooth. It's very smooth. All right, let's get to it. (laughs) All right, we are so happy to have some amazing couples on the show today. It's a reunion. It is the reunion show. So we've got... We've got the Loverns, we've got the Hearts, we've got the Dobsons, we've got the Sylvesters, the Avilas, Tommy and Jackie Watson, Tammy and Joel Fink, Raph and Erica Robinson, Alan and Julie Briggs. Thanks for joining us on the 100th episode, you guys. I'm going to kind of run through everybody here so we actually have some that were really early on our show yeah. so Ryan and Alexis Dobson they were on show number 007 wow were, most,
0: most people just say 7
1: <laughs> they were on <laughs> show
2: number 007 007
0: <laughs> but it was it was actually <laughs> oh, like 007. 007
2: yeah why it, did it i was, say 007? it was 7 eight and 8 wasn't it yeah yeah,
0: yeah. It was we,
1: were, we were i think it we were our we, first two parter I think we all drank some wine that night and we just kept talking and so we just kept going. So they shared about getting on the same pages with their finances as a way to kind of set their priorities and dream big. So you guys, welcome back to the show. So what was it kind of like to be on the show? Did you have any reactions from friends
2: or anything like that? I think it was just, you guys were so early on. It was, uh,
3: Interesting, just sitting down and talking with you with microphones in front of us. But. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was like a brand new thing. Actually, Ryan and Alexis were our very first interview. Yeah, we had never interviewed anybody else before. They they popped our cherry.
0: Always, <laughs> oh,
4: no. oh my gosh! Do you see? Y'all see what I have to Who live with that close? <laughs>
0: This isn't an act. Like She's
4: like this all the time. Who's responsible for the editing of this show?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go get some wine if we're going to keep this up.
1: We're all
3: married here. It's okay. (laughs) That's
2: right.
3: Right. (laughs)
1: We've all had our cherries popped. It's all right. Absolutely. (laughs) A long time ago. (laughs) Tommy and Jackie Watson, they were on the show a while back, and they taught us about the Magic Six I think we called it the magic sex at that time. Something about that. We got a little confused about it, but it was super fun. The Gottman Principles, and they shared all about how they help military families by taking them through their camp. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for having us again. Okay, so
5: I just want to know, like, what have you guys been up to? Well, the, the podcast was a blast. And one of the things that I loved about it is it reminded us that we needed to be doing the principles that we talked about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <there's that. laughs> it was a great refresher because sometimes we we stray just a little bit and then, oh, we go back to what we teach and then we stray a little bit. So it was nice for us. Like it helped us to get back on track for a little while.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, Especially
7: so was- the magic six. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, so we also
1: have on the show Tammy and Joel Fink. They were on a couple weeks ago, and they met online, writing poetry together to each other. Oh, my gosh. It was the, the sweetest.
0: first poem.
1: I know. And they shared wisdom on becoming a blended family. So what have y'all been up to since the show, and um, how was being on the Legendary Marriage podcast for you?
8: It was a real good opportunity to take stock. At where we've come, Uh, like you said, as a blended family, we had grandbabies last week. It was nice to to look at that, to step back instead of just experiencing it, look at it for what it is. I love it,
1: and you know what? Since Tammy and Joel have been on the show, Joel is like our most active. Always posting questions in our Facebook community. He is like Mr. Legendary Marriage Community now. So boom, gold star for Joel. Love it, love it, love it, love all of it. I think
9: he actually got one of those gold stars.
1: One of the Facebook ones? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Raf and Erica Robinson are on the show. (laughs) And um Raf told about how he led the wildlife of being a bar owner. And they even started a little house community and are now running a B B. So What have y'all been up to since the show?
10: Being on the show was great. It was kind of a fun refresher just to be able to talk about our story, how we met, remember all the things that God's done, the miracle that uh, it was that he brought us together after all those years of up and down. It was neat to share our story with people and send the link to people and that they didn't know us, you know, our story very well. So that was neat to have that. I can't wait for our girls to hear it someday.
11: And I thought it was pretty cool to have people reach out that I hadn't talked to in years. Some of my high school friends were like, man, that was a great podcast. And I was like, you listen to that? And uh, so that was really cool. But it also just, I think hearing it, it really made me realize like, man, we have lived an adventurous life. And this is pretty awesome to actually be living this story. Since we last talked, um, God opened up a door for us to uh, purchase the property next to us, to expand our vision of a retreat space to you know one day in the near future um, host um, some retreats similar to legendary marriage or Braveheart, um, destiny project, of anything in that vein you know our heart is around just development and helping people really just mining out their identity and purpose awesome
0: Um, and then we have Tom and Ariana Sylvester from episode 34 and they were on sharing about how Tom always wanted to be an entrepreneur and retire at 35 and uh, how Ariana wasn't so sure, and Tom was kind of a do-ask-questions-later kind of guy.
12: I thought you were going to say bully, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, no. And now they've come together, and they're running three different businesses. Is that
1: right? Are you guys still doing three?
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: Wow. Yes,
0: including uh, Lifestyle Builders, which is an online... Program and a podcast and all, all and continue. upcoming book. Soon to be. And out. a book. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you guys. Oh my gosh. T- tell us about the book because I, I <laughs> haven't heard all that much.
12: Yeah. So basically, like when we were on the podcast, we help entrepreneurs build a business to support their ideal life. And what we found is that a lot of people start a business, but it kind of takes over their life, it takes over their marriage. And um, we've actually had some clients that we helped them with success in business, and then they ended up getting divorced. And we started questioning, like, What's the point of helping people if we're not ultimately helping them improve their lives? Mm-hmm. So the book is really talking about how you first figure out what you want out of life and then build the business to ultimately live your ideal life. Awesome. awesome.
1: So Ruthie and John Hart, they had the story about how they adopted their son Gideon and how they really leaned into their community and their community is more like family to them. Now I'm so curious. You talked a lot about your friends and your family in the episode. What did they have to say about? Oh yeah, episode 84. What did they have to say about your story on the podcast?
3: Well, so we have shared our story a lot on online and on paper, but it was the first time we verbalized it and it was it, it was recording it. We've never done it before a podcast before. So it was the first time to verbalize it. And that was really cool. I think I just had somebody last week at an event we were at said oh hey I, I loved when you guys were on that podcast and I was like oh, you listened to it did I sound horrible um <laughs> but I loved it it was such a cool experience and friends have told us how wonderful it was to just relive it with us and it was great for us it was real healing for us the things we got to share with you guys And to just have people like friends and family affirm us, like it was just so cool to hear what God has done in your life and your family. And they know our, our, our son who came to us through adoption will turn two um, in one month. And so just to, to know where he is now and to know who he is now, it's cool that people who experienced it with us and then got to um, read it and then hear us share it on your podcast. So thank you
9: for the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah.
3: It It was so fun and natural with you guys. It took me, you know, I initially said no to it because John didn't want to do the interview, but it was so fun. And thank you guys for having us back. Because you also
0: uh we, you we know the real story. Back <laughs>
3: back, so you popped our cherry as well. <laughs> Woo! We get
1: ram- awesome around
9: cherry so <laughs> no.
1: Okay, so we also have Gabe and Sherry Avila on the show, and they were talking about how their parents did not necessarily give them a great example. Example of what married life could look like. And it bled into let's say, unhealthy conflict mm-hmm. as a young couple, and they were on episode 68. So, I know that your friends, like, first of all, they have, like, a horde of friends. I want to <laughs> say that. like, they had...
0: That's not the right word. Well, that that, that, I that sounds have, like something out of Walking Dead.
1: No, they were, like, voracious fans. They were like, Game and Cherry are the best. Everything <laughs> they said is amazing, and they just kept coming at it. All, their friends just kept posting and reposting and sharing and I'm so glad to have you guys back on the show so yeah really what
6: was the reaction from friends and family when you shared your story I haven't really had that conversation with my mother but there's been um hearsay through my sister (laughs) about how my mom felt about some of it yeah Um, but I mean sometimes when you speak the truth that you don't see it at that time but she comes around but yeah, family was a little rough around the
13: edges. You know, speaking the truth, you guys, you know, it's funny. We just, we just talking, you know, we just sharing and talking, talking to you and Danielle, and you're asking questions. We're like, we're just telling our story. And then when I heard that my sister listened to it, it just, like, struck me, like, <laughs> hey, my mom is going to hear this. Yeah, I can <laughs> go home you again, you know? And I it's remember. a grown man, that moment to talking to you guys. I'm just, you know, we're talking to our friends and we're sharing our story and our family's crazy and my mom is so crazy. And and we're crazy. And we're crazy. And and then uh, when I realized that my mom might hear it, I really, I mean, my face. We kind of panicked. Yeah, full on panic. mode. (laughs) Full on panic. What did I say?
1: All right, so we've got Alan and Julie Briggs out of Colorado Springs and they shared um, just how knowing each other into... intricately, and having yearly themed date nights, as well as starting a place where church leaders can grow. Glad to have you guys back on the show. How was being on the Legendary Marriage Podcast? How did it hit your world? And uh,
14: what have you guys been up to lately? Well, I think it totally reignited us saying, what do you want from me? Like all the time. Yes. Us too. Oh my gosh, it was such a
15: great <laughs> takeaway line. Reduce the seen. water level of often, I ask, what do you want from me in this but moment?
14: But now we say it in a nice way. Like, we really want to know. What do you want from me? And, you know, we're still eating a ton of tacos, so.
15: That kind of kickstarted. started um, you know, some of the conversations that we've been having. We ask ourselves once in a while, what is the good life for us? And some of that is getting to teach Enneagram stuff together and... Our business stay forth designs is growing and we're launching some new things. So we um, actually it's been fun.
14: We bought and flipped a tiny home because why not?
0: So we bought and pretty... flipped a tiny home. Whoa, Raph and Erica, you yeah. gotta
1: talk to them. They're like the tiny home people.
0: <laughs> yes,
14: yes. It was super fun. we're ready to see it drive mm-hmm. away.
0: <laughs> All right. And then we have Trey and Melody Lovern from episode number 62. And they shared their story, which, uh, like, in a nutshell is they were married, divorced for six years, and then got married again. Like, went back for seconds and, like, have completely redeemed this story. And I'm still speechless over over your story, guys.
4: God is good. Well, we we just got back. Uh, We have a couple in our ministry that own a house in Spanish Wells, Bahamas. And we just celebrated last week our 10th anniversary of our remarriage. And so we were able to spend a week in Spanish Wells, um, just doing nothing, unplugging, and we really needed that. we had we've been running hard, and um, a lot of a lot of speaking, and just a lot of uh, couples that were, were pouring into, a lot of messy situations, uh, healing separation agreements, and a lot of good things are happening. But it's just heavy, heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were we we're just glad to get away, and you know, came back and now we're at it again. So yeah,
2: well, we actually just became empty nester. So that's kind of a new, a new thing that's, it's actually been really good because we've been doing a lot. He's He's been looking forward to it. I have found that they keep kind of coming back, which is nice. They all left. And then we went to um, Africa for two weeks. So it kind of disrupted the, you know, initial feeling. And then we came back here and we're like, it's so
15: quiet yeah we're still, adjust- you know, we're still so we're
2: adjusting adjust- but it really is fun because we're doing a lot together ministry wise but we really God's opening some doors for us to do things differently I mean not differently but like separately, me with women separately, separately and him with men so that's been really good and both yeah. have some books going too and so we'll see what happens but it's gonna I think it's gonna be a fun year you guys are
1: both writing books is that what you said
2: yeah, yeah.
1: oh what are the books about
2: well, mine is, um, it's, a, it's obviously about betrayal. They're trying to make it a little bit wider because so many people go through betrayal, whether it's a, you know, work situation or family situation or sure. whatever. And so they're kind of wanting this to be more broad than just women that have experienced the sexual betrayal by, you know, say their partner. So it's kind of along the lines of regain your life, rewrite your story, you know, heal your heart, that kind of thing. But more like principles of just getting through it. Cause so many times when, Somebody super close to us hurts us. We can just kind of, it kind of derails us. And so it's kind of along those lines. Yeah. Mm,
1: Sounds great. Okay. Wait, I have to ask you guys a quick question. Do you guys celebrate two
2: anniversaries?
4: Uh, We've, we've always wrestled January 11th. about
2: the other one. I think I'm going to start milking it.
4: Yeah. January 11th was (laughs) our first anniversary and it's always kind of this weird day. I've written some blog posts about it. Uh, you don't really know sometimes what to do with that day, but it's, well, yeah, um,
2: it's not. It wasn't all bad. I mean, you know, you have some, you know, great. We had a lot of great times, you know, before. So I think I think we should start celebrating. Say both. That. Don't y'all think so? <laughs> <Sure>. Yeah, <laughs> redeem it, bring it
1: back. I was
16: thinking the same thing. I, I really think you should you should celebrate more often. That's yes, right. absolutely. absolutely. Lots to celebrate. That's definitely.
1: Right. Okay, so here we go, you guys. I'm really excited about this part. (laughs) We're going to ask you to do the legendary marriage game show with us because we have all these fun couples on the show. So we are going to ask a question and you're going to write an answer down on a piece of paper that you have in front of you about yourself. And then we're going to see if your spouse
0: can guess... Welcome to the Legendary Marriage Game. We're your hosts Danielle and Justin Williams and we're here with three rounds of questions to see how well you know your spouse.
14: Okay here
1: we go. All right question number one. If you could choose any destination for your second honeymoon
14: <sighs>
1: where would it be? Tommy, what do you think Jackie would say?
7: Well, it's pretty obvious it would be Disney World. (gasps) Was
1: he right? No.
5: What? what? If he knew me really well, he would know that I don't want to go to Disney World without the kids. Oh, what did you really say, Jackie? (laughs) On our second honeymoon? No. I said Jamaica. All right. making me crazy. How many times have I said, we need to go to Jamaica? Okay, so Jackie, what do you think Tommy said? I think he said Costa Rica because he's been wanting me to go to Costa Rica for a long time. All right, Tommy, what is it?
7: It was Hawaii. Oh, I've already
1: been to Costa Rica. Maybe we should all
5: go to Hawaii
1: and Costa Rica (laughs) for the legendary marriage crew. That sounds like some good research. Tom and Ariana, we're looking at you. Okay, what do we think Ariana said?
12: I think she said Florida because the first honeymoon was so good she would just want to go back.
17: <laughs> oh, was he right? No, we just talked about this the other day about not having like that one destination that you want to go to, mm-hmm. so I just uh, I put Jamaica because it looks All beautiful. Right.
12: Hey, we can go to Jamaica.
17: <laughs> Alright! Yeah, man. And All I right. don't know can what he would have said. That. Maybe a trip to Europe? No? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close, apparently. No, I said cruise. Oh, okay. Oh. Anyway. The cruise. All right. Cruise. Okay. All
13: okay. right. Anywhere. Our just on a boat.
0: Our
12: neighbors. So we're we are so terrible with this because we like legit don't worry about traveling. No. So it's like, hmm.
13: I
1: don't know. All right, Briggs. What about y'all? Okay, what do we think Alan would say?
14: Alan wants to go to I'm so busy always telling him where I want to go. I'm not sure where he wants to go. <laughs> Or, I love that
15: answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's
14: honest. Anywhere where there is adventure to be had, so maybe New Zealand.
15: I said Spain because that's where she wants to go.
14: True story. Aww.
1: Aww. Oh, oh, so wonderful! Obviously, it's sinking in, Julie. My work is done. All right, so Love Burns. What about you? What do we think? Uh, Melody is saying over there.
4: I am going. To guess. Going back to where we went before. St. Kitts, Nevis. hmm Boom.
2: Woo! Hey. Nice. All right, yeah. what do we think Trey said? I know he's a genealogy guy doesn't get to do much genealogy, yeah. so I'm thinking Ireland, Scotland, so that you can go back to some of your heritage.
4: No, that would be a great trip, though, so that we can do that. Not put New York.
2: Oh.
1: What do we think, Tammy? What do we think Joel would say about a second honeymoon?
18: I think he would say Mexico. Was she right? Was she right?
8: <laughs> <the> <laughs> right? No, nah, not really. Where? Tahiti.
18: Tahiti. <laughs> Tahiti. Ooh, <laughs> Tahiti.
8: God, I'm I'm like some, that some, I didn't watch these island things. It's a magical place.
1: Okay, so Joel, what do you think Tammy wrote?
8: Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Seriously. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. All right. I would have
0: been really impressed if it was Bulgaria.
1: <laughs>
18: well, because that's where our first honeymoon was, so I really figured we would do it again. Bavilas.
1: How <laughs> about you? Okay, what do we think Sherry said?
13: I'm going to go back with, we went when we were 18? We were 18 at first.
6: I went 19. 19. Cancun? I mean.
1: Cancun. Oh, wow. Gabe really pieced that together. <laughs> okay, where do we think Gabe said? Probably Hawaii.
13: You were close. It was Kauai, but... <laughs> well, that's yeah! I think
9: that's
6: a
2: match. <laughs> it's a match. I, I agree
1: the same thing. Okay, Ruthie and John, what do we think Miss Ruthie says?
9: Uh, I know she likes a beach. I'm going to guess. Either we're going back to Cabo or we're going to Hawaii or something beachy.
3: <laughs> Hawaii, he got it. Yeah. We yeah. went to Cabo for our honeymoon, so I would choose that again.
1: Oh, that's awesome. All right, what about John? What do we think you said?
3: Either mountains or he's half Italian, so I'm going to say Italy.
9: I almost wrote down Italy. I went with Alaska, which which are mountainy. <gasps> yeah. It's a oh. mountainy destination. So that's. that's
3: awesome. Okay. I want to do one of those Alaskan cruises, but I feel like we need to wait like 20 years because um, everyone's like 60 and up.
16: <laughs> 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 yeah, we can do it.
3: Dobson's.
1: All right. What do we think Alexis would say about a second honeymoon?
16: I know Tahiti's on the list. Iceland, maybe?
1: Is that what you said, Iceland? Oh, awesome. Oh, my Iceland God. and Tahiti, yeah. What, you were both? Yeah. Oh, you guys are in sync, or else yeah. a peaker situation going uh,
2: on. And then Ryan uh, would say the same thing. He wants to sleep in one of those little huts
10: where you those fish swim under you. So, like,
6: Tahiti yeah. Yeah. or Bora
10: Bora
3: or
16: something like that, right? Yeah, so Bora Bora, this is where I first saw that you can sleep in a grass hut over the water
3: awesome you
1: guys that's awesome so here's our next question what's your biggest fear or phobia
14: (laughs) okay what do we think alan's biggest fear is like a lot losing his freedom never being able to have fun or have adventure or just being stuck in Gloom all the time.
15: I think she got it. Being stuck in other people's pain.
14: Oh. Being stuck in other people's pain.
15: I it like it. Seven. Basically, <laughs> like being a counselor in prison would be like the worst for me. Yeah. So <gasps>
6: oh,
15: got it. Nailed it. Good job. All right. What's Julie's? Being stuck in a tank with spiders crawling all over her. Oh, God. Well,
2: well, now that is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry if you have nightmares tonight. What was your I'm I'm already having levels of anxiety.
14: (laughs) That is now my new biggest fear. I said other people's feet touching me.
1: Oh
10: all right. What do we think Raf's biggest fear or phobia is? I'm gonna guess working for the man and not for himself. I don't know. What did he say?
11: Driving off of a bridge and drowning in the car.
1: Oh, hey,
11: that's, that's dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did not know that. What do we think Erica's biggest fear or phobia is?
11: Being stuck with a bunch of insects all over her.
10: Yes, but I said public speaking. (laughs) But I did have a visualization where one day I'm going to be giving a TED talk. So that's going to come true in 20 years. Tommy and Jackie. All right. What do we think Tommy says? I'm
5: going with heights because he always gets upset with me whenever I get the highest room at the beach.
7: It's actually being buried alive in a box.
0: My gosh, these people are dark. What are you doing here? I don't
5: know what I can bribe him with, what I'm threatening him with. I will bury you in the backyard. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Stop.
9: You're giving Danielle ideas.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. What do we think Jackie's, Jackie's biggest fear or phobia is?
0: We're going to have to put the explicit rating on this episode.
7: (laughs) So that's easy. Her biggest fear is being stuck with people who have no personality (laughs) and have no humor.
5: Oh
7: people people like me sometimes.
5: <laughs> well maybe people are just thinking how to have fun. Maybe that. Maybe. Okay, what'd you say though, Jackie? <laughs> I said my biggest fear is like something happening to Tommy or the kids.
14: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Joel and Tammy. Okay, what do we think Joel's biggest fear or phobia is? Heights.
18: It's gonna be heights
1: yeah was she right
7: oh yeah <laughs>
1: Woo! was that our first one that was right no there was a couple that were right <laughs> all right what do we think tammy's is
8: spiders
18: and i said spiders
9: Whoa!
1: Whoa. I th- was that our first hundred percenter
9: i think so i
1: think it was the I first hundred so. percenter <laughs> Next what
9: question in the legendary marriage game? Oh goodness. Thank you, honey. What
1: is your biggest pet peeve? Okay, Ariana and Tom. What do we think Tom said?
17: Tom's biggest pet peeve is having to worry about details.
12: Oh. Not not what I wrote, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not a detailed person.
14: Amen. <laughs> hey, what did you write?
12: Complainers. Oh, okay.
14: Mm-hmm. Well,
17: that's a good one. Uh, yes. That's right. a good one. All right. What did
12: Ariana say? Uh, bad drivers. It is valid, but
17: no. I wrote being late.
14: Oh, there we go. Yes. Being yes. late. Oh, my gosh.
12: <laughs> so we end up being early, and everybody else is about an hour late, so we just hang around <laughs> for about an hour and a half. That's
17: also his pet peeve when I make him early. <laughs> Mm, and then you're just by yourself oh, my family is eternally late to everything we legit Dressing. went to
12: a party and the hosts were not even ready yet and we had got there so early
1: it wasn't that early, we were on time it's, it was called, it's called the pre-party the yeah. pre-party alright lovers what do you think, what do we think that Trey said
2: Trey probably would say me not paying attention to details
1: No,
4: no. I put slow drivers uh, slow drivers, yeah. Okay. Like left lane, slow drivers, yeah. Yes. Mm, touche. <laughs> yes.
2: All right. What did Melody say?
4: Having to do details.
2: I don't mind doing details. I can put I can put my big girl panties on and do it. I put passive aggressive people. Oh, that's a good
0: one. Well, I don't know what you mean by that, but.
2: <laughs>
0: <Maybe>.
6: <laughs> okay, Avila's. What did Gabe say? probably people that blame other people for their misery
16: wow
13: Mm. i put whiners that's good Yeah,
18: that's pretty pretty close
1: close. that's pretty close all right what do we think sherry said
13: when my mom gives her uh life instructions your whole episode
0: was about, wasn't it? Oh, it was <laughs> on there, wasn't it? I forgot about that. <laughs> Y'all are just, just getting ready to stir the pot now, aren't you? Oh,
6: yeah. well, yeah. we're going to put that on for sure. Uh, my pet peeve is the chicken wing posing on social media. The
0: chicken wing posing. <laughs> chicken wing. Wing. Oh, when people, like, they put their hands on their hips and their elbows are sticking out, and yes. it's like, oh. You
1: know, <laughs> like, uh, Lord. Oh lordy. Okay, hearts. What do we think? Ruth, said I
0: mean, I could I could have come up
9: with a whole list of things that she <laughs> hates that I do. Um, my throat clearing or my touching her with my feet in bed. Um, but things generally I think it's going to be something grammatical, like uh she loves when people don't know how to uh,
3: bad grammar specifically the wrong use of i couldn't care less when people say i just care less and i'm like really you could care less so there's a whole section that you could care less so i the correct form is i couldn't care any less Mm -hmm. so i don't care at all that Mm -hmm. there's no way i could care any less
16: Quick so tutorial just, for
9: all of you, and
3: especially when I see it on Facebook and Instagram and hear it all the time on the radio and on TV, mm. and it just—I am a grammar. Ooh. You
9: can see she's passionate about. People. I was going to say, how did you pick that one?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: see, that's because something I, can I literally.
3: Us anytime I see a meme on it, I'm like, I'm posting yeah. that. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm going to make a shirt. Well, what did Ruthie say about her husband so I would say he loves
1: everything so that's why Yeah
3: he really he is pretty easygoing. I'm like psycho over here but he big pet peeve is when and y'all we had three babies in three years he hates like food oh, yeah. anywhere that's not where it's supposed to be or like Mm, spit up or like on the bib or food's on the ground. He's getting out like the vacuum cleaner he's on his hands (laughs) and knees or he's gagging. Um,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you describing it has him writhing over there. (laughs) How how about this, John?
2: Uh, Anything sticky?
9: thing? Oh, Oh, sticky.
3: Syrup, Mm -hmm. honey. I'm
4: like... Scrubbing floors and stuff, yeah. And
3: kids are just inherently mm-hmm. sticky, so. But um. so when
4: Melody puts honey on a piece of bread and she walks around the <sighs> house, oh gosh, no. and, and so I'm like, honey drops,
2: I forgot
3: to get a plate, and then her
4: thing is just clean it up, don't worry about it. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs>
1: no. that's, that's the honey, do
4: I no, so right.
3: Right. it's so worth it, right? <laughs>
1: okay, John, was she right?
9: She is spot on. That's not what I wrote. That's way better than what I wrote. I couldn't come up with what I truly hate, which is that uh, I wrote bad drivers. I'm in the car all the time for work and it drives me nuts, but this is truly my number one. This is actually way better.
1: Oh, good job, Ruthie. <laughs> okay. What do we think Alexis said? Uh,
16: I think Alexis said, uh, anyone clipping toenails oh, behind, that's not behind at least two doors?
18: <laughs>
0: are you afraid the toenails are going to get you?
18: Guy, he was
2: clipping them <laughs> upstairs and I'm like, close the door! Close the other door. I can't, I,
3: I, I
16: can't hear it. I have to like cover myself in a blanket for her to not hear it anywhere. <laughs>
3: hey, there's an alternative.
4: Just let him grow, brother. Let him grow. <laughs>
3: John was cutting his about two minutes before this started upstairs, and I could hear it. I, it's so funny that you said that because I was like dang that <laughs> yeah. is loud yeah. he's upstairs I'm downstairs exactly
0: uh, well that just begs the question okay. John what did you think we were gonna do on here <laughs> 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 well she's um, he,
1: over here he's doing it for you Ruthie because you don't like his feet touching you in bed good. so if they accidentally
11: no, I'm get
3: those out of here true. also a pet peeve feet
0: all right uh, <laughs> okay what did Ryan Alexis, say? what did Ryan say
3: Ryan's really not
2: good with. Bad drivers, especially if they tailgate. You're, you're really mean. Because <laughs> your car, his car is intimidating. He has a big old truck. My car, not intimidating. And he tries to intimidate people with my car, and it just doesn't
16: work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What was it, Ryan? Was she right?
16: That's not what I wrote down. No. Um, you
2: wrote down having to get behind two doors to cut your toenails.
16: <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. It's, I actually wrote down... Uh, being interrupted. What? Oh. <laughs> yes. I think it uh, probably just comes from being an only child. Uh, I never really had to be, was interrupted. <laughs> I don't understand this multi-child family thing.
1: Okay, you're rocking my world right now, Ryan, because I'm like, I feel like I'm a huge violator of that. Am I yeah, a huge, am I a you huge are. violator, you Ryan? You are,
16: you are. You are. <gasps> Nearly everybody on this planet is a violator of that
1: okay all right good to know this
0: has been the legendary marriage game (laughs) (laughs) tune in next time for more awkward conversation and (laughs) commentary (laughs) we'll get back to our 100th episode celebration in just a moment but first Let's talk about story.
1: Yeah, your story can make a real difference for others. Our stories have the power to break down walls, create healing laughter, tears of joy, and transform lives.
0: It takes courage to tell your story, but the rewards are so worth it. So we really want to encourage you to think about coming on The Legendary Marriage podcast and sharing your story. We've made it a super easy process. You can complete the form at legendarymarriage.com/guest, schedule your interview, And then just rock it. It's a conversation more than an interview. And we're just talking about the everyday, ordinary kinds of pieces of life that go into marriage and family and building a legacy together.
1: As you've heard, other couples on this show, they are everyday legendary couples and they inspire and challenge you. So we want you to do the same. So if you're ready, go to legendarymarriage.com slash guest. And sign up to be on the show. We can't wait to have you.
0: And now back to our 100th episode celebration.
1: Who has a good conversation about a money conversation that went really
7: well or not so well? Oh, I got one. Yeah, Tommy. Lay it on us. It was about four years ago. So I went out and bought a franchise. Whoa. And I thought she was cool with it, but she was not.
5: That was not a successful money conversation. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it was a side gig to
15: bring in money for our family. Was it Hooters? <laughs> oh, God. It. I'm just I'm just asking. That maybe why she was upset. No, it
5: wasn't. But yes, I no, but... would have been upset, Alan, if it were. Very much so. <laughs> but
7: But it it involved sand and you know flip-flops and Leisure, which is right up her alley, no, but you're
5: making it sound beautiful. It was not; it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm
7: intrigued about this. What is this tell yeah, me more
5: Yeah, what is it?
7: So we we, we bought into this little. Fran- no, don't say we. we, we, we. we. Okay, I, <laughs> I bought into this little franchise called Island Time Treasures, and uh, a guy that I met, he's a master franchisor, and it sounded great, and it sounded like a business in the box. We could do it on the side because.
5: Because we had so much time to do something else with.
7: Sure. I thought thought it would be great for the kids to interact with us and learn business and make some money. So um, (laughs) it almost got us divorced. Um, Yeah, it was was really bad.
5: Yes. That was a time where we weren't really communicating very well. So we've learned a lot more now.
1: So if you're going to buy a franchise...
5: Note
7: to self, no with the other purchasing person. a business. So the head nod does, does not constitute a yes, is what I learned. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the we need to talk about this does not constitute as a yes either. So now we have since bought another franchise since then that we both agreed on. We talked through, we spent several weeks, months even talking through things. So through that experience, we did learn how to have some successful conversations about money.
7: So she didn't approve of the one that cost a few thousand dollars, but the one that cost us a fortune, she was all for it. So yes. I, I don't get that logic, but.
5: Well, I don't really see a high demand of people wanting to make sand art. <laughs> <laughs> that would support our family. However, a real estate franchise, I can see putting food on the table. <laughs> okay. Yes.
15: We had a good, uh, really good conversation this summer based on our values, our dreams, vision for the future. And I think I was surprised by how excited um, she had become in those few months at what does the good life look like uh, for us together and involves kind of the future of our business stuff together. And it was a super unifying conversation, which was. really exciting for me so we felt super close after that so
14: we talked about like yeah what are our goals and dreams what do we want and uh and then how are we going to get there so it was good just talking about how much risk we're willing to take
15: how fast how quick you know so that was cool and then I would say the worst conversations we've had were not conversations she was really shouldering the load on checking our bank account updates, all that kind of stuff. And then I wasn't even checking in on it. And so I was kind of leaving that burden on her. And so really found out that obviously that's not fair to her. She was bearing the majority of the load when it came down to our finances, the days in, days out. She wouldn't tell me if it was bad. And I went ahead and owned that.
1: Let's skip to another question here. Do you tell your spouse everything?
4: Well, in our story, secrets were such a big part of our story for so long. So on the other side of that, you know, living pretty transparent lives is a big, is a big deal.
2: I think my question to the question would be, is it, is it stealing? Is it, is it killing or stealing from the intimacy of the marriage? You know what I'm saying? like, if me not sharing this could hurt us on an intimacy level, then I would want to bring that to him. I think we share, we share pretty much everything.
12: We do. The one thing that I think we had to, I had to figure out was, all right, when you're sharing something, are you looking for me to solve it? Or you just want me to sit here (laughs) quiet, like not solving it?
2: What's the, the nail in the head?
12: Yeah, <laughs> well, working yes, together yes.
17: has brought up a lot of those because normally as a, as a couple, we would bring each other's problems and issues together and it was from two separate areas, but the fact that we now work together and, and pretty much are together 24-7, we found that there were continually times where I just needed the ear to listen and he would, he's a fixer. He's a problem solver. So he immediately goes to, how can we fix the problem? I don't necessarily know if there even is a problem. No, let's fix it. Or if I want it fixed. So let me help. So we had to kind of figure that out <laughs> when we do share those things all the time. Can we set the precedent of, is this a fixing problem or is this just a sharing to let you know where I'm at? I like that.
14: That's
1: a good idea. I want to know Gabe and Sherry. Because I feel like they would have a good answer for this.
6: Do you share everything? Oh, I don't always. I feel like if it's something that is going to cause something between us, then, yeah, I'm going to share it with him. It may not be right then. I may need to process it a little bit and then come to him with that. But some of this stuff, I mean, what kind of secret? Like smoking a cigarette in the backyard? Does he need to know that? <laughs> I recently
13: found that out.
6: (laughs) But that was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) But sneak outside and smoke a cigarette.
13: Smoking cigarettes in the backyard. Wow. I didn't know that.
6: But I mean, you know, just stuff like that. Did he have to know that? I told him like seven, eight years later.
13: (laughs) Change our (laughs) marriage.
6: Were you shocked by that
1: game when you found that out? Yeah, like- I
13: really was. And I think it didn't matter. Like well, number one, what? Number two, <laughs> why did you tell me? I mean, I don't know. I don't care. But uh, it did kind of shock me, though. I didn't. It was just a weird thing, but stress reducer, I guess.
6: Yeah. Oh, um, when the kids were young, and I was like staying up till one o'clock in the morning, and yeah. it was nothing. I yeah. don't smoke.
13: But. Uh, and I guess on my my <laughs> response, that would be. Early on in our marriage, when our when it all hit the fan, I was in a place where I felt like I needed to be validated by Sherry constantly, and if she didn't agree or if she didn't go along with or whatever, I felt like it wasn't validating, and i got mm-hmm. I got into self validation mm-hmm. um, and rather than sharing everything with sherry that so I can be validated by her, we shifted into a place where. We're dealing with self-validating. So we do share things, of course we do, but I mean, there's a lot that we don't share, and just, you know, um, and what's crazy is it's increased our intimacy. You know, we share plenty, but we don't share everything.
1: All right, thanks, what do you have to say about that? We got a
18: whole lot to say about it.
8: <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> there is a, the process of discovery is. Kind of the theme, you know, it's like, should I have at the very beginning of the marriage uh, filled out a 10 page uh, questionnaire about everything that I've ever done? I don't think so. I think you need to hold some back and even the stuff you, you give up, you need to hold part of that back.
18: But I think that it's not, it's not like an honesty thing because we had, this, no, um, we had this conversation. We're not talking like honesty. You know what I mean? We're, to, we're talking about like discovery nuance. and where you go with that nuance and all of that. But I will say, because like I said, this did bring around the whole, um, you know, let's have the conversation about honesty and all that. We have access. I mean, we are an open book when it comes to, oh, I have access 100%. to his phone. Yeah, if, if I need to see his phone, we can all that kind of stuff. So there's not like this big secret deal. It's just there's this self-discovery thing. And of course, we were married. Joel was how old? 43 when we got married so you know there's a whole lot of water under the bridge and still we've just celebrated our uh, 16th wedding anniversary and there's still things that come out that he'll say well I did this it's like I didn't have a clue about that didn't know that you did that and so that that's kind of been fun for us, I think, going through that. But it's not like a play by play. This is everything that I've done. But we didn't get married at sixteen either, you know. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of history. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, there's it's it's all been good, yeah. you know. But it's been kind of a fun part of our relationship it, to kind of discover each other. I think.
8: Even if she did know everything about me, I would tell her that she didn't. <laughs> it's just important. <laughs>
14: Um, so I know a lot of people who don't, and I think it works fine for their relationship. I think it depends more on the couple. Like some people are like, well, my husband, I talk to about this stuff and my friends, I talk to about everything else. Um, personally, Alan is my best friend. And so I tell him everything and I can't imagine not like talking to him about everything. Like it would just feel weird. And... I'm saying it's not like this for everybody and, and that's okay with it as long as you're okay with it. But I can't imagine saying stuff to my girlfriends that I wouldn't like telling Alan.
15: Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that I have access to in people's lives that I think I have the freedom to share with Julie. I am a pastor. I know way too much about people's lives, at the end of the day, I am done with the whole pain zone thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm not excited to go home and regurgitate that pain back to her. I just want to go have fun in the evening and sort of work it off.
14: Yeah, so I tell him everything and then he forgets to tell me stuff. And then I'll find out like someone had a baby or somebody did something big. And they'll be like, oh, I thought you knew. We told Alan. And I'm like, he doesn't tell me
15: things. I forget (laughs) a lot of things. It's a long time between when they told you their baby was born and to tell your wife. And then you forgetting and going home that night. Yeah. So and then I'm like, I am forgetful.
14: And then I'm like, with all the questions, was it a boy or was it a girl? What did they name him and all these things? It and was a like, human.
15: <laughs> I they, think it's still alive. They had a baby. That and is I know. Know. Yeah. So and they're like, how long? I don't know. I saw a picture like this. I mean, it looked like one of the kids, but yeah. <laughs> baby, so the baby stuff baby I don't guys. tell her, I just forget.
2: Yeah.
1: Another question here. How are the two of you different? How do you
3: kind of make it work?
4: If two are exactly alike one is completely unnecessary or you're a
3: freak (laughs) or you're a freak is that what you said yeah
2: Yeah. a two-headed person is a freak so
6: (laughs) (laughs) i think we put the that the opposites attract like that is us we're complete
13: oh sure opposite sure sure sherry is serendipity and i am what's the plan like for the next fifteen years.
1: <laughs> and how does how does that work? It
13: works Oops. pretty
6: well. Yeah, it really does. It,
13: I mean, I don't know. I mean
6: I think the older I get, the more opinionated I get on some of his decision making stuff. <laughs> I think it's not old, and when you get old, you can do and say whatever you want, to.
4: Maybe you go get a cigarette. <laughs> This <is> true.
8: <laughs> this is true. It's, I don't
6: give a flip. What you say? That's fine. Whatever. But I just...
13: And actually, I, I find that very attractive when she gets angry and aggressive. Makes me so pretty. And I, I get excited, so I like the lunch. <laughs> Anger makes you crazy. I don't mind. I don't mind. I I think we did, though. You know, we went that crazy crucible where we about killed each other for a minute with the differences. And then we came to a place where we start celebrating our differences. I mean, honestly, I mean, true. I mean, I really do actually. It sounds funny. Actually, when Sherry stands up straight and tells me, you know, I may have a strong argument, Sherry's like, you know, I totally disagree with that. I think that's dumb. It doesn't bother me at all. Actually, actually I appreciate it. You know, we give each other space to be who God made us to be, and we celebrate those differences. And um, I don't think either one of us are intimidated by each other. Although Sherry can be a little bit threatening anymore. sometimes. We're,
6: anymore. <laughs> those first few years, that's when it was so crazy. Oh gosh! And now, yeah, we know.
13: Yeah, those first seven years of surprise, we survived. I mean, that, you know, pans in the kitchen being thrown and. Basically, it was it, was, it was rough. Our first year, our first year in marriage, we were arguing, I can't remember what it was about. I think about our parent, our family issues. And we give from bad backgrounds, you know? And so, uh, we are were, we we're like right here hollering at each other, telling each other what the problem is and how to fix it. And Shuri goes, don't get the F out of my face, I'm gonna punch you directly in the face. And she was like right here. And I realized she wasn't joking, so I had stacked up. <laughs> all right we know where that line is and that's how our first seven years went that's a little micro clip but the first seven years of our marriage
1: all right so our last question is and this is for the brave people in the group tell us a story about how you have had a conversation about spicing up your
10: sex life you had to challenge him you had to challenge him now he has to step up
11: I think there were certain things that I was interested in trying, that Erica was not. And I think through that, us kind of talking about it, uncovering what was behind that, which I think actually opened up our intimacy even more because I think it helped me understand a little a little bit more about what intimacy meant for her and just certain things and, you know, what that, what that brought up for her.
10: So I'm the prude apparently.
11: (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) But it, then, you know, having that conversation, it actually allowed us to be more, explorative but in a way that we yeah safe and she felt respected which was pretty cool
8: this may sound totally contradictory (laughs) but a few years ago tammy and i uh explored each other's hidden treasures And uh, we found out what we shared and what we didn't share. And since then, uh, we're very clear, we're very frank about what we like and we don't like. And we let the other person know because there is a mechanical aspect to it that if uh, uh, obeyed, uh, allows for clarity. We don't tell anybody everything about ourselves. But when it comes to uh, sex, we're perfectly willing to say, this is what I like. This is what I really like, and that's not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> that's not good.
1: <laughs> and don't, that's
8: not
16: gonna work.
1: And don't do that again. Don't bother. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I love it. I love it.
15: Very boring answer, but it's all about communication. Sometimes when it's like, "Hey, kids are kids are going to be gone tonight," or there's that conversation in advance then it's like, oh, great. I look forward even more to going home and spending time with my wife. So we, like in some ways, take some of the mystery out of it because I think there's enough times in life where you, things that you don't know, that that's always helpful and we just communicate ahead of time. But it may not be spicing it, spicing it up, but it's just a reminder of like, oh, okay, cool. Here's, here's a good opportunity for us.
14: Yeah. And it's also helpful if you make out in the car. Mm-hmm. Ah. And then it feels like you're a teenager.
15: It just feels yeah. naughty. Like we're not allowed to be doing this. And we're like, Oh in our
1: yeah. like that. Okay. So we are going to close our conversation with a one word blessing for our legendary couples that are in our awesome community. And let's start it off. Justin and I, we're going to start it off here.
10: Patience.
9: Have fun. Conversation. Yeah.
10: Two words, hyphenated, make out. Freedom. Um, And I would say trust.
11: Breathe.
10: Flexibility.
11: Grace.
13: Courage. Cherished.
3: Grace. Intentional.
0: Pray.
6: Shoulder to shoulder.
0: Celebrate.
12: Alignment.
6: Simple.
0: Thank you so much for for coming on the show the first time and coming back for this and and just being a part of the first hundred episodes. Of the legendary marriage podcast, and like just here's to the next hundred, and and the the thousands and thousands of couples that get to listen to your uh, wisdom and your stories, and all of the the laughter that we get to share together, um, mm-hmm. so important. Thank you for for being courageous and vulnerable, and coming on the show and sharing your stories, and saying, "Hey, you know, you're not alone." To, to all those people who are, who are listening and going through stuff.
1: I love all those beautiful blessings Yeah, that our couples spoke over the whole legendary marriage community. And I feel like that's a and great way And let's be to really th-
0: clear. That's for you listening right now. Yeah. That's not about us.
1: No. No, that's what I meant, the entire Legendary Marriage community. And I feel like all of us are like saying a giant Yahoo and celebration for the 100 episodes um, that we get to be together, that we get to do this and y'all get to listen and be a part of it with us. So I'm just wondering, if we talk about the Talk About It...
0: And now the Talk About It segment of the show. Each week we give you and your spouse an opportunity to have a conversation that matters.
1: The question is, uh, we know what we're celebrating over here, 100 episodes. What is something that y'all can make an excuse to celebrate this week? Yeah. Um, maybe it's something little. Maybe it's something big. Maybe it's something the celebration just got looked over. So talk about something you can celebrate. All right. So next week on the show, we oh have boy. Phil and Shay Bynes. They're going to be sharing about how they live their faith as an example to their kids even in the radically tough times. So take in to listen to a bit of our conversation with Bill and Shay Bynes.
19: A result of my wife leaving her job, we wind up having to short sell our home. And mm. so at one point we were, I could call us homeless, although we never lived out of a car or a van or anything like that, yeah. but we were willing to do that because we believed that we were following what God was telling us to do. We wound up living in hotels for uh, a number of months. For 45,
18: 45 days.
19: 45 days. <laughs> and during Don't that make
14: time, it longer than that. Right?
19: <laughs> yeah. During that time, God never skipped the beat. You know, we went from not being able to pay the mortgage to paying much more than that while we're in the hotels. And it was only God's, you know, doing that. We had that extra money come in. And so we would share what that looked like to our kids. We told them, okay, this is what's happening. This is why we're living in this situation. And they were always aware of what was going on. We never tried to hide or protect them from anything because we believe that kids are much stronger than parents think that they are.
1: This conversation was challenging to me, just about listening to God about every little decision, like the big ones, the little ones. So I know we will all be inspired and challenged um, this next week in our conversation with Phil and Shea Bynes. So tune into that.
0: All right. That's it for today's show. As always, we're talking about all the hot topics from the podcast and so much more over in our free community on Facebook. So come join the conversation. It's over at legendarymarriage.com slash community.
1: You can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 100.
0: Lastly, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing. And other couples can find us and join the family.
1: Listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This
0: is Danielle and Justin reminding you
1: don't settle for an ordinary marriage,
0: make yours legendary.